Do you have that one piece of clothing you keep going back to, no matter how full your closet is? Having a versatile, high-quality favorite feels great, but having a whole closet of them feels even better. American Giant puts the quality, durability, and comfort they're famous for into everything, from T-shirts and jeans to sweatshirts and jackets, and of course, their legendary best hoodie ever. So you can fill your wardrobe with the pieces that will get you through your spring days. Like the lightweight joggers and pullovers in the French Terry collection, or the rich and polished premium slub crew tee. Whether you're dressing for work, the gym, or happy hour, American Giant makes something that's sure to be your next closet go-to. And it's all made in America and designed to last a lifetime. Find a closet staple for every part of your day at American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com. Promo code STAPLE20. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Friday. Max, what's happening? Oh no, it's terrible. It's awful. The, se- the NFL season's over for me. Ah um, <laughs> uh, man, you know there, there's that skit in Family Guy where Stewie goes to a Mets game and it's opening day and they throw out the first pitch and and the season is over. Well, that's it for the Rams. The season's over for the Rams. Uh, they're not going to win a single fucking game all year. Um, gonna burn my fucking aaron donald jersey in effigy he's a piece of shit uh yeah it's it's just everything is terrible the the rams are done with what's up panther you know they might have been better served actually being like the london rams instead of the la rams because then the game might have gotten postponed and they could have had like some extra time to prepare but um yeah you know where i'm sure we're going to go over that game obviously i didn't watch it but i did go through all the stats, go through all the notes, go through all the commentary of, of what the game. And I do have a, a, a few takes on it, but damn it, it's just good to have football back. Just to be able to talk football because baseball just continues to kick my ass this time of year. <laughs> Baseball's dead. It's over. It doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> it's like queen. It's like uh, Arch's queen. It's just gone. Yeah. Oh yeah, that, that, That's right. That's right. <laughs> Uh, I listen, you know, I'm a tongue in cheek here, of course, you know, uh, I, I think every, everyone's going to overreact and, and have some kind of a huge opinion. I, I do have normal opinions on this fucking game um, and, and we'll get into that. And, and you know, I, I think it all starts with that. And Panther, you mentioned I thought you were going to go a different way when you mentioned that they should be the London Rams because Los Angeles uh, is not the place for them because there were more Bills fans in the stand than there were Rams fans yesterday. When, when you're a home team, you got to do a silent count on offense. That's not fucking good. That's not good. That was the same <laughs> shit that happened in San Francisco uh, against San Francisco last year. But that makes fucking sense because yeah, San Francisco, Los Angeles, in the scheme of things, not that far away. For those of you that don't know, Buffalo, not in Canada, it's actually in New York. They are the best New York fucking football team. The Buffalo, the Buffalo Bills are the best New York football team for ages now. Uh, And their fans flooded that fucking uh, SoFi was just a fucking Bills stadium yesterday. So I think that is part of uh, my my commentary, my notes. Um, I did watch the game. Uh, I struggled finding it, by the way, was not on Amazon. I apologize if I said to the to the, uh, listeners yesterday that it was on Amazon because I went to Amazon like a fucking idiot and I couldn't find it. It's on Peacock, NBC. That makes fucking sense. That makes all the sense. Oh, here's the Amazon football. Let's market the shit out of this. 
and not had the first fucking Thursday night game on Amazon. So people are trying to fucking find it. Anyway, I watched the fucking game and the biggest thing in arch this, this, this is a, this is an important one. Third down conversion rate. Third down conversion rate for the bills. 90 fucking percent. Mm. Couldn't be stopped. Couldn't couldn't be fucking stopped on third down. Mm. So if if you convert on third down 90% of the time, I, I'm going to guarantee you're going to win the game. Just going just gonna to say that. Um, Matt Stafford sacked seven times. Von Miller got two of those, by the way. <laughs> he had fun with that. Uh, some issues with the offensive line. I think the, the Rams offensive line did not look good right now. Lots of pressure on Stafford. The Bills didn't even blitz. I, I don't know, uh, you know, if, if, if you watch Arch. Yeah, like they barely, I, maybe once. I think maybe one. They, they were just getting pressure just by normal fucking you know, offensive defensive line versus offensive line, just getting to the fucking quarterback. So that wasn't good for the Rams offensive line. Um, sloppy game in general. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's just a sloppy game. You got turnovers. You get, uh, I mean, uh, you can say how brilliant uh, Josh Allen was. He still had two interceptions. And one of them, of course, wasn't his fucking fault. Bounced off the fucking uh, guy's uh, chest or hand. It looked like a handoff. It looked, right, right, <laughs> yeah. Just kind of handed you know. it to him. Yeah, um, and then another uh, early fumble. I mean, that was the only reason the Rams were in that game is those those true early turnovers by the Bills, and that's why it was 10-10 at the half. But sloppy game in general, and I think it's indicative of what we're going to see from a 17-game season. If they add more, those first week or two, I, I, I circle back to um, – who was MVP last year, Panther? Uh, A-Ron. Oh, A-Ron. How was his week one last year? <laughs> New Orleans was going to the Super Bowl after that yes, game. After that game, it was yeah, that was the instant reaction. Is Aaron's washed up and New Orleans going to the Super Bowl and he fucking wins MVP. So I think this is just where we're going to experience this in game game ones of the seventeen game season. And and if you add another game, you, it's going to be into game two or game three. The preseason work is just not there anymore. And you know, yeah, that 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 final point is it really was a home game for the Bills. Uh, you you can't fucking be at home and doing silent counts on your offense. It fucks everything up. And you know, St- you know, you can say about Stafford and his elbow. His elbow still does look off, right? But not like I won't say it's like Tommy John surgery, Panther. But you know, he needs to heal. And I think they have a good opportunity to bounce back next week because they're hosting Atlanta. I think that's going to be a nice a long week for them to rest and get shit in order. And, and I, you know, I don't think they need to fire McVay. Right. And uh, uh, so those are my main observations. Panther, what about you? What, 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 I know you didn't watch it, but from what you've seen, uh, what are your takes? Well, I, th- I think my, my biggest take is that offensive line. They, they lost two guys uh, due to free agency uh, in the offseason, and they didn't replace them, which seems to be the Rams' you know, method of doing things. They didn't go out and get replacements. They replaced them etern- internally, bumped a couple guys up that were backups, and right now it doesn't look like it's the answer. You know, Stafford was under constant pressure. The seven sacks, I mean, damn, that's freaking Joe Burrow-esque. Uh, getting beat up on that much. So that was a genuine concern. Um, the, the, the preseason, the, the whole outcome, like I'm not hanging the Rams by any stretch because they didn't play the preseason. Stafford uh, never saw you know the field, and we saw this last year. We're going to see it this Sunday, which is kind of why I didn't bet this game because you, you just don't know what you're going to see in week one. 
the turnovers, I mean, they have to be concerning for both teams. Not only, not only did Allen have two interceptions, but Buffalo had two more fumbles to boot. So between the two teams, you had seven turnovers. I don't care if it's week one or week 13. You don't want to see that out of your teams. But, um, you know, Buffalo looked a little crisper. The offense, we expect them to put up points. So I think the takeaway there is we got what we expected from Buffalo on both sides of the ball. Uh, the Rams couldn't run the ball effectively. Nobody really outside of Daryl Henderson touched the ball. Uh, maybe could be said the same about Buffalo. They didn't really run the ball effectively. But I think my biggest takeaway from this game, focusing on the Rams, is that offensive line. They, they got to get that fixed. Uh, otherwise, it could be a long season for them if Stafford's already nursing a sore elbow and he's going to take a beating week in and week out. That, that was probably my biggest takeaway from that game. Yeah, yeah. A sloppy play was what stuck out to me, just like you guys as well. That many turnovers from these two teams, Super Bowl caliber teams, that uh, was surprising. They've got some rust they need to knock off. They've got to tighten up. Uh, philosophically, the Bills are interesting. They haven't really changed much, you know? They don't they don't run like a base defense. They want to be a nickel. They want to be they want to be ready for the Kansas City explosive offense place. They have PTSD from that and they've adjusted. And goddamn, if they can get pressure on the quarterback like that, Max, this is this was already uh the best defense in the NFL last season. This could be a real monster. Yeah, and, and I think that adding a guy like Von Miller, who he's older, but you saw you saw what happens when he's got a complimentary player that can take some pressure off of him. And the Bills do have a couple of complimentary players that take the pressure off of Von Miller. Then he can get to the quarterback. And I think he had uh, multiple quarterback hits, not just two sacks, but he had multiple quarterback hits yesterday. Um, I think looking at the the other the, the offense, I, I do believe uh, uh, Gabe Davis is is a, a fantasy stud. If you don't have Gabe Davis, uh, you know. <laughs> I think he's probably picked up in every single fucking league already. But if you're a fucking uh, if your league is stupid and hasn't hasn't picked up the Gabe Davis train, you, you fucking should be on it. That's a, that's absolutely fucking sure. Uh, Cooper Cup uh, picked up exactly where he left off last year. He was pretty much the only point of that offense that really was a bright spot. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, w- w- when you're looking at this Buffalo team, uh, if if they're capable of sustaining uh, QB pressure, without having to blitz that is that that, i mean that's unstoppable that's huge that is that is unstoppable you think of uh, all those great pittsburgh teams all those pittsburgh defenses uh they were like all out blitzing they were they were getting to the quarterback because they were sending everyone they they basically risked listen if if a quarterback you know and that's why they they got burnt by tom brady a lot right because it was like well we're gonna blitz on tom brady and brady's like fuck you i get rid of the ball before you even fucking blink you know um, if if they can do this against some better teams, and I, I, you know, I worry about the Rams' offensive line right now. Uh, I think uh, um, uh, Kyle even mentioned it. You know, no Whitworth out there. He was kind of the the anchor and the 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 commander in chief of that offensive line last year. That's that's a huge loss, not just from a guy that up until like fucking 41 was able to goddamn block, but also a guy that saw shit and called shit out and was able to you know anchor that fucking uh, O line. Uh, you know, I, I am not overreacting, but I'm worried because I, I think Stafford, a, he does need to establish the, uh, the, 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 the play action and, you know, with Daryl Henderson, Henderson had a pretty good game, but it wasn't like sensational where you had to worry about him being a running threat. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, if, if, if they can't get that fucking O line to be better than like, say a Seattle offensive line, then, uh, whew, 
uh, Stafford's Stafford's going to be in for a rough season. Yeah, it may, maybe they'll do the the thing that they did last year with the defensive back. I can't remember the guy's name, but the offensive line becomes so questionable that they just go get Wentworth and get him to come out of retirement. Yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that might actually fucking happen. You know, um, it, listen, uh, the 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 biggest um, you know issue for Stafford, though, other than that elbow is how he bounces back, how he reacts. Because I, I think, you know, you saw it last year where he went through a stretch of, I won't say depression, but self-doubt. Like he went back to, oh, I'm in I'm in Detroit. My, my, my career is over. I'm fucking miserable. I think he just needs to come back next week, kick the shit out of the fucking Atlanta Falcons mm-hmm. and get some confidence back. You know, I, I think if he can do that, then great you know and and i i i continue to think back to that aaron Rodgers fucking week one uh last year and uh he he, he bounced back pretty well so i'm hoping that stafford comes out next week guns a blazing against atlanta has a, has a big game and gets his confidence back because if not then that's my biggest fear not the goddamn elbow not the offensive line is that guy being fucking sad and I guess I guess I hadn't really, you know, happy, sad doesn't really factor into how I think about no, games. No, you were but, looking at the next gen matrix, and I don't think next gen matrix has yeah, happy, yeah, sad as one yeah. of the fucking next gen matrix. Yeah, I don't uh, see that in there somewhere. So, was there anything you did see when you were? I saw you were skimming those. Is there anything that stood out uh, that that you saw other than um, you know Josh Allen was was really good? Incredible, eighty three point nine percent completion percentage over an expected seventy one point six completion percentage that's incredible even uh, even with the two interceptions that's pretty amazing oh boy uh yeah they're the bills are angry they're aggressive they are a confident team look like they could be a real problem yeah the rams they'll they'll get better they're gonna rebound i'm not maybe atlanta is the team that gets you correct (laughs) (laughs) i think so i think so If, if they if they come out and they they barely beat atlanta next week then we start having some worries, right? If 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 they if they pull that shit where it's like a, a close game against Atlanta at home, if the fucking uh, the, the the dirty bird fucking shows up in the stands in in L.A. next week, then that's a fucking problem because I don't even think that people are showing up for games in Atlanta. I mean, what the fuck, Atlanta? Why the fuck have a Chick Fil A in your goddamn stadium on a goddamn <laughs> Sunday? What the fuck sense does that make, Atlanta? You're fucking stupid. It, it Give it Atlanta all. Give them all the Thursday night and Monday night games. That's right. Make some fucking revenue from. Oh, that. Atlanta. Yeah, they deserve Thursday night games. That's absolutely. That's yeah. absolutely true. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> all right. Enough. We're done. Let's take a quick break. Let's talk about the book club, right? But before we get to the book club, guys, I I want to I, I want to address something before we get to the book club. Uh, we got a review over on iTunes yesterday. Uh, the review is called "Keeping the Lights On" by Mister. G990, thank you for taking the time to write a review on iTunes. He says, first off, love the show. I'm a loyal download and listen every day. The banter to start the show is awesome as well. I'd love to keep the lights on, but I can't figure out why the baseball D-Gen shirt isn't available in the baseball three-fourth sleeves. Okay, Arch, we got the constructive feedback. What did you do? I, I believe I a- activated the shirt he wanted. It was not. There you go. See, you give us feedback and we do listen. And the best way to give us feedback, though, is in the 
book club. Yes, I, we do look at the reviews and we appreciate that. But these guys directly give us feedback right now. They're giving us feedback, right? <laughs> we're, we're going live in the Daily Sound channel and we got a bunch of our loyal DJs listening live, commenting over here. It's fucking awesome. And you can get access to this book club as well. All you got to do is use the link in our description or go to thedgens.net. You will get three free days. I said it right today, Arch. Three free days to try us out. And then after that, it's only $25 a month. Uh, get access to our picks. Uh, fucking A. I saw a bunch of great stuff from Phil yesterday. NASCAR stuff already. Mm-mm-mm. You're missing out. Does that, missing guy, out. does that guy work? No. He like he, this he, is his job. This, his this job. is his job. Like he, he's on here 24-7, I swear. He is a technically a professional bowler and professional gambler. That mm-hmm. is Phil. That is what he does. He's here all the time giving great fucking content. I mean, the, the NASCAR stuff, we hit it early. I mean, we, you know, we hit it early yesterday. You guys could have had access to that yesterday as well. Get those fucking great lines before they change. If you book it over to the book club, guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJs. Proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now. Take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS. That's D-E-G-E-N-S. But the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, Anywhere, use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc oh by the way nard dog has gabe davis in our dj fantasy league oh okay yeah there you go yeah nard dog smart guy smart guy you know listen panther you're uh making us a little worried you know i show up late all the time and you guys typically don't worry i mean archie got a little panicked the other day right i think it was a tuesday or something like that monday yeah tuesday you got a little worried that i was going to show up but uh we got a little worried today about panther you're you're, it was a little bit late you hadn't been there uh we already recruited nardog to replace you if you didn't show up 
Uh, you know, Nardog's very active. Uh, he's got good head on his shoulders. He makes good picks. He's, you know, he does his home. He probably does more homework than I ever do. So, uh, but, but here's the thing. I, I fucking Chicago, man. There's like bumper, bumper <laughs> to traffic. There's like, there was an, here's the stupid thing. There was an accident on the other side of the highway. So of course, Max, you know this, what happens when there's an accident on the other side of the highway? Not damn fucking rubberneckers. We got to stop and look. Yeah. You want to so see that, a dead body. That's why. Listen, I mean, I get it. You want to see, uh, is there any fucking gore over there? Huh? Hmm? So what, was that, what was that? What was that? Cronenberg was that uh, the movie Crash? Crash. crash the, yeah. not, not the not the terrible uh, Oscar award winning Crash, but the actual good Crash with the uh, you know the, I think it was a Cronenberg movie. Uh, <laughs> people get off on fucking watching car crashes. So there you go. Baseball. <sighs> Baseball. What do we got today? Um, a lot of games, but some really terrible lines. Really terrible lines. In fact, I'm going to jump onto a game that has a really terrible line, but I'm going to be on the opposite side and probably fucking lose my shirt. But it doesn't matter. Uh, the Angels have actually played uh, some pretty pretty good baseball as of late. And while I don't have them winning this game, I think there's value with this plus line. Uh, Lance McCullers Jr., I get it. He's pitched well since he's come back this season. Uh, Michael Lorenzen has not pitched well the last few months. In fact, his last start was an absolute train wreck. Or car crash that people can get off on. Uh, but, but, but Houston's dropped. They dropped a close one to the Angels last week. They they dropped a game to Texas this week. I think they're a little vulnerable. I'm not saying that they're in complacent mode, but there's some issues with their offense. Their offense hasn't been as sharp as it had been in parts of the season. Um, I think Anaheim has a chance to sneak one out today. Again, I don't have them winning, but the implied probability is there. Uh, I was getting plus 190 before. Arch, is that is that still on the yeah, board? Yeah, 192. Yeah, that sounds good to me. Uh, $10 bet on the Angels. Why not? A little flyer. Yeah, it's definitely a flyer. Uh, Lorenzen, I, correct me if I'm wrong. I had to look. He's getting activated off the IL. I don't think he's pitched since July. So he's been on the IL for a while. Um, going against Lance McCullers, who started the season really late, uh, recovering from surgery from last year. But he's pitched just like he did last year. He hasn't missed any time. He's, he's looked fantastic. Houston is damn near unbeatable at home. Uh, and that, that could also be a part of that chalky line. I think there's three ways to handle this. You either do like Max and take the plus line. You got to run line it if you want the Astros, or you got to slide it into a parlay. I'm not doing any of the three, but I will lean Houston here. I like this play an awful lot. The plus 193, yeah, I, I think... I think we have a minuscule chance of winning this it's one right there, yeah. right? It's right, right yeah. there. So yeah. I'm going to jump on it too. The plus one ninety three, ninety two is just too tempting. So yeah, I'll put my 15 bucks on the angel. All right. Uh, last one up for me. Let's talk Atlanta, Seattle. Atlanta's won seven games in a row, uh, making their way into the NL East lead. Uh, Braves could once again be the team that represents the NL. I, 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 you know, especially if their pitching does what it did last year in the playoffs. And a guy that was part of that run was Charlie Morton. And you look at Charlie Morton earlier in the season. You're like, well, Charlie Morton's done with. He's fucking 50 years old and he's dead. Uh, and then Charlie Morton turned things on and he keeps getting better and better and better as the season goes on. Uh, he's going to need to pitch as well as he can because he's going against reigning Cy Young winner Robbie Ray. Uh, Ray's kind of had, I'd say, a sporadic season, right? But much like Morton, his last few months have been really, really solid. Um I like the Seattle team, right? I like the Seattle team. The Seattle teams of, of the last few years where they relied too much on luck. Uh, I didn't like them. I like the Seattle team, but I think Atlanta, I, I would argue, might be the most complete team in the majors. They're they're about to hit a roll here uh, again. Seven games in a row. It's about to be eight games in a row. I think they win this series, and that starts today. Ten dollar bet on the Braves. 
Look, I love the Braves. They were one of my preseason picks to get back to the World Series. I, they're playing red-hot baseball. But for me, I couldn't bet this game because that line just seems so... Like, what the fuck? Minus 120 on Atlanta? I get, Vegas gives gifts, but that just seems crazy to me. So I'll lean Atlanta, but call me spooked. Yeah, I'll, I'm going to jump on this one as well. I like the Braves only minus 113. I think. I, yeah, I know. I, <laughs> I think they win. I think they take care of business. I, I don't know what's going on with the line. I do know what's going to go out the game, though, is that we're going to lead through eight and, and losing the ninth. That's That's been my MO this week. <laughs> Every fucking time. Give me the Braves 15 bucks. Yeah, I, th- I think we're going to get some uh, value on this line, though, because I think the closing line value is probably going to be closer to, you know, I'd say one, minus 125. Uh, you know, I, I think it's you're starting to see some books already adjust down to minus 120 here. So I do think getting it at minus 113, if you still can, is is a great fucking value. I think the closing line value is going to be there for us. So yeah, why not? Uh, that's it for me, Panther. What else do you have for us, DGens today? I got a bunch of games I probably have no business betting on, but I got to bet on something because I give the people what they want. Let's start with Boston at Baltimore. I feel bad for Baltimore. I didn't think I'd ever in my life think I'd say this, but Here's a team that's better than every single team in the American League Central, and they're going to miss the playoffs because somebody in the Central gets to go. They're two and a half games back from, you know, chasing down, uh, who is it? I think it's Toronto. Toronto. Yeah, they're still trying to, now they got to chase down Toronto because the Central makes no difference. One of those schmucks are going to get in. Uh, so I think they've got a lot of pressure here to perform. Uh, they're going against a Boston team that's been very bipolar, and they're going to throw, I don't even think it's arguable, their worst pitcher out there. Bello has not been good with his 5.91 ERA. Uh, Baltimore will counter with Austin Voth. He's pitched pretty well as of late. So Baltimore at home, uh, something to play for. I think there's value here at minus 135. Uh, give me the Orioles for 10 bucks. I don't know if you can validate that. Can you get the minus one fifteen for him? Because yeah. I had not seen that before. I had I had not seen that line before. Uh, I would love Baltimore at one uh, minus one fifteen at the minus one thirty ish range that I had it at. I couldn't quite bet them. Uh, moral support lean on Baltimore, but if you can get that minus one fifteen, I, I I'll think do that's you a one better. Good play. I'll do you one better. Pinnacle's got What's it at minus one thirteen. Holy shit! Oh. That's that's a fuck. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna do it to you. Uh, I think the play is Baltimore. Yeah, this is not a game I was going to bet. Not going to jinx you by jumping on it at all. I'll lean Baltimore here in this one. All right, well, I'll just call that a lot of more. That's like a uh, kiss on the cheek, kiss of death. Well, we, we game threw you over by jumping on the fucking, you know, I mean, this, this is us saying, Panther, we're, we're tossing you a bone here, right? You know, uh, hey, you know, I... I you could have tossed the DJs a bone and screwed me over, and everybody else just bet Boston. <laughs> Fair point. Listen, you know, uh, we're in a bar right now, and, and we're taking one for the team for you, if you know what I mean. You know, you, you're getting to go home with a pretty girl. Hey, appreciate that. Uh, next game up for me, Cincinnati's at Milwaukee. One of my favorite pitchers, Nick Lodolo, on the mound for the Reds. Typically, he's only my favorite when he's in Cincinnati. Don't like him on the road. Never really like him on the road, except today. Because Milwaukee's throwing Joey Alexander out there, and he's got a Nick Lodolo away type ERA of 5.03. I, you know, Milwaukee, this is not a team that we like. Matter of fact, this is a team on the outside looking in. 
they too, the, the division's gone, right? St. Louis has got that locked up. They're also two and a half games back of Philadelphia. They're in a must win, but I feel like today's not their day. At plus 125, I'm going to take a shot on, on Lodolo and the Reds. Yeah, another one that uh, off-air Max might be jumping on as well. When I was looking at this before, I did not have the implied probability with the plus line on the Reds. You can get plus 133 uh, at, at some books. So uh, I think in that range, in the plus 130 range, I think that there's value on Cincinnati there. Um, so yeah, I'll more support lean on the Reds. I like this play an awful lot, Panther. I'm with you. I think this is the play. I'm jumping on the Reds too. Plus 133? Oh yeah, 15 bucks. I like it. I like it. Next game up battle of a couple losers detroit is at kansas city you know they're not very good we've talked about that all season but i think they've got pieces both teams have pieces they give you hope for the future that they'll rebuild and become competitive my problem with detroit is all of their pieces are in their pitching they really haven't done anything offensively to get excited that this team can compete and score some runs and that's really been my biggest knock on the Tigers is their inability to score runs. You know, Kansas City, since the trade deadline, they kind of thinned out the roster. They've been playing much better, and they've been pitching much better. Daniel Lynch has kind of solidified his spot in that rotation, and I think he's the better pitcher today going against Joey Wentz. I don't even know really anything about this Joey Wentz other than he's got a god-awful ugly 8.1 ERA. So give me Kansas City. I had minus 135. Maybe you guys can do me better again up 10 bucks. Yeah, probably like 130, like minus 130. You can probably get in that range. I can or get something. you minus um, 125. There you go. Yeah, that's that's, that's good. Um, I, I I don't think Detroit wins this one. I just I there's very few times that I I would bet the Royals minus 130, minus 135. It's I get it that they are the better team. They're at home. Detroit sucks on the road. I get all those things, but I'm gonna lean the the Tigers here. I just I I can't do it. I I can't see the fucking Royals minus 130. You know, I can. It shocked the hell out of me, but I can. I ran the numbers and I could not believe that I was, it was telling me to bet the Royals at a negative number, but it, 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 here we are. I'm going to put 15 bucks on Kansas City. Uh, I got two agreements out of ours. Let's see if I can get a third one. Last game up for me, the Dodgers are at San Diego. Both these teams look like they're shoe-ins to make the playoffs. Um, now the question is how many games do the Dodgers win? Do they start, you know, setting the rotation or is what 20, I think something like 26 games left uh, before they hit their 162. They're going to throw Dustin May today. I affectionately like to refer him as Carrot Top. You guys ever seen that, that wig on his head, man, his huge head of hair coming outside of that ball cap. He's going to go against Mike Clevenger. I don't know that there's actually an edge here. Pitching-wise, maybe, maybe ever so slightly to Clevenger. But offensively, I just cannot trust the Padres. I can't. And they've kind of been owned by the Dodgers here as of late. So to me, minus 160, even though it's Dustin May, I still think there's value on the Dodgers. So give me the team in blue for $10. I'm going to lean the Padres in this one. I... I think the plus line is almost there for me to take them at home. I, I get the Dodgers are fucking unbelievable, but I mean, at some point, like they're going to slow things down a little bit. They've got the fucking big lead there. They can't risk getting injured. And I mentioned it before the Atlanta Braves are the team. I worry about the most in the NL right now. It, the fucking Dodgers got to go into the playoffs healthy. So I think they're going to start sitting some people and resting some things. Um, I like the Padres, not enough to bet it, just a lean on San Diego. 
Yeah, I'm going to lean the Dodgers with you, Panther, but it's not a not a bet I want to make. I do think they win. I think do think they should win, but you know, the Padres are the Padres are so weird. Well, we know it's the the minus one fifty threshold. We if we could shave ten bucks, you're probably on it. Probably. All right, that's all I've got. Four games, which is probably four games too many. I'm looking at two teams. I can't predict how they go at all, so I'm going to bet this game. The Nationals are playing the Phillies. The Nationals, oh, yeah, I know. The Nationals are plus two ten, <laughs> and uh, I love it. I love this line. I think there's a bit of value, a nice, healthy bit of value on taking the Nationals today with that big ass plus line. So I'm going to do it. Fifteen bucks on the Nats. Tons of moral support here. I, I totally agree. I mean, the Phillies are are one of the more bipolar teams when it comes to their offense. We know their pitching has issues. Uh, their bullpen has issues. We, we we know all these things about the Phillies. They're man. They're, they're still in the playoff hunt. I mean, they're still there. Um, they're a winning team, but uh, sometimes I wonder why. And if the Nationals keep getting these fucking huge plus lines against teams like Phillies that can lose every so often, then I I think it's definitely worth it uh, to to jump on them sometimes. So yeah, more sport lean on the Nationals with you. Yeah, if Washington's going to catch plus 200 or thereabouts in each of the next three games, you, know, you pretty much just bet all of them and hope to cash one of them maybe. Uh, the Phillies just pissed me off yesterday. They actually got to Sandy Alcantara, mm-hmm. which which you, and they got to him, and they still fucking lost. In the night? Oh, this team pissed this team pisses. Oh, their bullpens. Their bullpens absolutely atrocious. So yeah, I'd, the, the value is all on Washington. I'll lean the Nats, but um, fuck both these teams. If the Nationals can get to an early lead and somehow the Phillies touch the plus line, you know I'm just slamming the other side. That's that's the hope. Or you know, if if the the minus line drops to a reasonable amount, I'll just hedge the shit out of that. Something we'll figure something out. But that's the goal. That's all I had in baseball. Max, any comments? Yeah, Iceberg saying he likes the Cubs and Twins. Uh, he likes the Tigers, and he's leaning San Diego. So uh, it seems like he's he's got some agreement with me today. Which you know, tends to, me and Iceberg tend to agree, uh, you know, on, on games often because me and Panther tend to disagree. I I, I don't know what to say there. Iceberg, <laughs> you know, we 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 were agreeing, and and we started to lose, and so now he's, he just goes back to fading me again. So makes sense. I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> one of us strategy. gets to win. College <laughs> strategy. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So what did we talk about today? We talked about Sean McVay. He's going to get fired. Pretty much guaranteed. He's on the hot seat, right? According to Lord. So that's good. Yeah. <laughs> I love week one overreactions. I love it. Uh, what else did we talk about? We talked about yeah, just basically NFL and baseball. That is it. And just as a reminder, a program note, tomorrow is an all NFL show. Uh, it will be arch panther and phil talking just nfl tomorrow so tune in tomorrow 9 a.m eastern here in the daily channel right um you should listen you should listen out of bounds too to hear what phil bet and then watch him reverse course when he talks to sharp betters (laughs) that's that's good yeah you know you kind of hold his feet to the fire of what he bet uh on, on on out of bounds uh, but yeah, listen, follow us on Twitter at Betting Absolute. No matter where you listen, please highest rank, come subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Panther, take us home. I have for you today the Los Angeles Anaheim Angels of Anaheim, California, mm. of Anaheim, California. Uh, the Orange County team, gotcha. Uh, Arch, who do you like? Give me the Royals. You're going to take Kansas. You know, I was just going to, we, we agreed. So I was going to take the one that you didn't. You're taking Royal. So I will take Cincinnati. And this is a, this. 
nine parlay. So we're dealing with the Angels, the Royals, and the Reds. That's your DGN parlay. We're here on Facebook. We're on Twitter. But mostly, it's the book club. You guys know where it's at. It's a 24-7 operation. Come in here and shoot the shit with us. Call us out by name. We'll holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're going to do today. And when it's all said, done, kids, it's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.